Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Another Tesla oops. Voter fraud, the proof is in the software and Royce and I talk video game investments on this edition of State of the Bands Weekend, starting right now. Hello and welcome to Arbitrage, State of the Bands Weekend for September 4th, 2021. I'm Joshua Stark. A Tesla using its partially automated driving system slammed into a Florida Highway Patrol cruiser Saturday on an interstate near downtown Orlando and narrowly missed its driver who had pulled over to assist a disabled vehicle. Earlier this month, the U.S. government opened a formal investigation into Tesla's autopilot driving system after a series of similar collisions with parked emergency vehicles. The trooper, whose cruiser was hit shortly before 5 a.m. Saturday, had activated his emergency lights and was on the way to the disabled vehicle when the Tesla hit the cruiser's left side and then collided with the other vehicle, Highway Patrol spokeswoman Lieutenant Kim Montez told the Orlando Sentinel. Let gasoline has finally reached the end of the road, the UN Environment Office said Monday, after the last country in the world halted the sale of the highly toxic fuel. Algeria stopped providing leaded gas last month, prompting the UN Environment Agency to declare the official end of its use in cars, which has been blamed for a wide range of human health problems. The successful enforcement of the ban on leaded petrol is a huge milestone for the global health and our environment, UNEP's Executive Director Inger Anderson said in a statement. Petroleum containing tetraethyl lead, a form of lead, was first sold almost 100 years ago to increase engine performance. It was widely used for decades until researchers discovered it could cause heart disease, strokes, and brain damage. China is banning children from playing online games for more than three hours a week the harshest restrictions so far on the game industry as Chinese regulators continue cracking down on the technology sector. Miners in China can only play games between 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Fridays, weekends, and on public holidays, according to a notice from the National Press and Publication Administration. That limits gaming to three hours a week for most weeks of the year, down from a previous restriction set in 2019 that allowed miners to play games for an hour and a half per day and three hours on public holidays. The new regulation affects some of China's largest technology companies, including gaming giant Tencent, whose Honor of Kings online multiplayer game is hugely popular globally, as well as gaming company NetEase. 
A stunned U.S. East Coast woke up Thursday to a rising death toll, surging rivers, and destruction from the remnants of Hurricane Ida, which walloped the region with record-breaking rain days after hitting the Gulf Coast as one of the strongest hurricanes on record to strike the U.S. In a region that hadn't expected a serious blow from the no longer hurricane, the storm killed at least 18 people from Maryland to New York on Wednesday night as basement apartments suddenly filled with water, rivers and creeks swelled to record levels, and roadways turned into car-swallowing canals. Nine people died in New York City, many when they became trapped in flooded basements, police and Mayor Bill de Blasio said. Four people were found dead in an apartment complex in Elizabeth, New Jersey, the city's mayor and spokesperson told local media, correcting an earlier report of five. Outside Philadelphia, officials reported multiple fatalities. More after this. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... Could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad This Council. week's State of the Bands blog includes Apple and Google monopolies? No. NOLA Small Business Recovery after Ida, and you scratch my back, I'll buy your $1.56 million video game. All this and more in this week's State of the Bands blog, available now at arbitragetrade.com. Now let's go to the President and CEO of Arbitrage Trade Analytics, Mr. Royce Wells, for more. Royce, how's it going, man? Uh, pretty good. It's been a busy week. It has. It has. A lot of behind-the-scenes stuff here at the office, and we're very, very happy to share it with you sometime in the near future. Absolutely. I tell you one thing I want to share with you, man. Yeah, what's that? Apple iPhone 13 pre-orders go up September 17th. So we actually have a date? Yes, we do. Nice. And speaking about Apple, have you heard uh, what I think it's North Korea is doing? Yep, South Korea. South Korea? South Korea. Huh. All right. It's the free one. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. They just passed legislation that basically is going to cut into Apple's bottom line. So I guess we're going to need that Apple uh, iPhone 13, right? You know, they're going to need the revenue from it because basically Apple and Google are no longer allowed to use their own pay system within their app stores it gets expensive cutting into developers profits really yeah Yeah, it does yeah we're we're building the app ourselves right and basically if we were to have people sign up for arbitrage via the app we'd have to give them 30 percent for the first year 30 percent that's exactly correct 30 percent of of any revenue you receive within the app including app add-ons initial sign up and if we did let's say 
I don't know, treasure chests or something like that, you yeah. know, all a League of Legends, you know, just. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know. yeah, that, that, that's true, too. Yeah. Pay, pay for play if we did that. 30%. So South Korea can't be alone. Is the European Union or anybody else over there? Yeah, 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 they are, actually. there. There's quite a bit of slapping going on with Apple, especially. You know, the EU, China, some other markets, they're looking at, at Apple and Google's dominance in, in payments and online advertising. Chinese regulators have even fined some companies for an, anti-monopoly violations. Oh, well, that's definitely a monopoly. But what's to prevent them from doing something like, okay... You have all of these guidelines, and if you can't pass them, then you still can't get in. That's a very good question. I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, I thought I'd ask. So here's the thing. Even the U.S. is looking at this. They're talking about last week in, in the U.S., Apple announced that they had agreed to let developers of iPhone apps send out emails to users about cheaper ways to pay for digital subscriptions and media. So... Wow, that that's a change. Yep. It's a preliminary solution of a lawsuit filed on behalf of iPhone app developers in the United States and California, including those boys from Epic Games, maker of Fortnite. Early last year, if you recall, they dropped prices on their very popular coins that kids could pick up in stores and pick up in the Apple Store. They dropped the price of the in-store cards so that it basically undercut Apple. So there are people that are rebelling against Apple right now and trying to figure out ways of going around Steve Jobs' walled garden that he loved so much as they were developing the Apple Store. I gotta go play some Fortnite. We'll see you after this on Arbitrage Trades State of the Bands Weekend. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that we can give our daughters everything they need to grow and learn. But not every child can focus on classes and play dates. Nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. face hunger. That's one in six. School lunch might be their only meal each day, and it's heartbreaking to imagine any child going to bed hungry. We're dreaming of a perfect day when kids can smile, play, and just be kids without worrying about where their next meal will come from. Feeding America is working to make that perfect day a reality. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. That food is given to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about doing things that make an ordinary day extraordinary. Learning to play an instrument, building a sandcastle, hosting tea parties. Hunger should never be an obstacle to growing up. You can help end childhood hunger in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Republican efforts questioning the outcome of the 2020 presidential race have led to voting system breaches that election security experts say pose a heightened risk to future elections. Copies of the Dominion voting system software used to manage elections, from designing ballots to configuring voting machines and tallying results, were distributed at an event this month in South Dakota, Organized by MyPillow CEO Mike Lindell, an ally of former President Donald Trump, who has made unsubstantiated claims about last year's election. The software copies came from voting equipment in Mesa County, Colorado, and Antrim County, Michigan, where Trump allies were 
had sued unsuccessfully challenging the results from last fall. The Dominion software is used in some 30 states, including counties in California, Georgia, and Michigan. Election security pioneer Harry Hursty was at the South Dakota event and said he and other researchers and attendants were provided three separate copies of election management systems that run on the Dominion software. The data in indicated that they were from Antrim and Mesa counties. While it's not clear where the copies came to be released at the event, they were posted online and made available for public download. The release gives hackers a practice environment to probe for vulnerabilities they could exploit and a roadmap to avoid defenses, Hursty said. All the hackers need, would need is physical access to the systems because they are not supposed to be connected to the internet. U.S. election technology is dominated by just three vendors comprising 90% of the market, meaning election officials cannot easily swap out their existing technology. Release of the software copies essentially provides a blueprint for those trying to interfere with how elections are run. They could sabotage the system, alter the ballot design, or even try to change results. The effort by Republicans to examine voting equipment began soon after the November presidential election as Trump challenged the results and blamed his loss on widespread fraud, even though there had been no evidence of it. Judges appointed by both Democrats and Republicans, election officials of both parties, and Trump's own attorney general have dismissed the claims. A coalition of federal and state election officials called the 2020 election the most secure in U.S. history, and post-election audits across the country found no significant anomalies. In Antrim County, a judge had allowed a forensic exam of voting equipment after a brief mix-up of election results led to a suit alleging fraud. It was dismissed in May. Hursty said the date on the software release matches the date of the forensic exam. Calls seeking information from Antrim's county clerk and the local prosecutor's office were not immediately returned. A call to the judge's office was referred to the county clerk. The Michigan Se Secretary of State's office refused comment. In Colorado, federal state and local authorities are investigating whether Mesa County elections staff might have provided unauthorized individuals access to their systems. The county elections clerk, Tina Peters, appeared on stage with Lindell in South Dakota and told the crowd her office was being targeted by Democrats in the state. Jeff Hale, who leads the election security effort at the U.S. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, said his agency has always operated on the assumption that system vulnerabilities are known by malicious actors. More after this on Arbitrage Trades State of the Bands Weekend. Stick around. It's Thursday night and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life.
Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Royce, you've got connections down south in uh, New Orleans, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But a few cousins. A few. A few cousins. He's got, <laughs> he's got a significant amount of family in, in New Orleans, and we wish them the best during this trying time. Hurricane Ida uh, hit, and um, um, there is some recovery to be had, especially for small businesses. Yeah, uh, small businesses are usually hit the hardest. In, the, in order to get people to come back, the businesses have to be there to support them. So uh, Small Business Administration, they're, are, they're offering uh, loans and um, relief aid uh, to help um, get, get the people and the businesses back up and running. Um, they are allowing people to, uh, and, and encouraging people, not just allowing, but encouraging people to uh, take the largest amount possible. And basically it's like a 2.9% interest rate and you have over 30 years to pay it back um and in doing so they're they're suggesting this because there are many people in line and basically if you ask for it and you only get and you take the minimum amount if you need more there may not be another go around for you so they're saying take the maximum that you qualify for and go from there um i've, I've been doing a little bit of research josh okay and i was comparing uh katrina because uh, literally, 2005, about 27 of those relatives wound up living with me for about six months. It hit right? basically. It hit basically the same time in 2005 that that Ida hit this year, right? Yep, uh, same date, August wow. 29th. Yeah. Wow. But the the difference between Ida and Katrina was basically Katrina was uh, not a very compressed storm. And it had wide bands, so basically it was really outstretching. And basically, when it passed over everything, it demolished everything. Yep. Luckily for us, Ida had a very small eye, and basically it was it was actually stronger than Katrina. So we're very grateful that it didn't have as big an eye um, as Katrina did. Um, but uh, insurance companies might get hit really hard still, but not as hard as Katrina. But still, $15 billion worth of damages they might be hit for. $15 billion to $25 billion is what they're saying. Oh, wow. And, and just comparatively, because, you know, I've done my homework, too. Yeah. Um, comparatively, Katrina costs $65 billion. So Ida is not really, I mean, it, it, is, it is costing. Yes. Um, and it definitely costs uh, small business owners and and. and uh, the poor people that are displaced, uh, at least a million people displaced by Ida right now. So. And without power. That's the other yeah. big thing that people yeah. forget about. It's like even once the storm and the winds and the waves are gone down, people, when they go back, they don't have power to work their tools to try to even rebuild. So, yeah. And uh, I was told that it could be up to 30 to 60 to even 90 days before all areas have power again. Yeah. And so the, um, they actually encourage those people who left the state to not come back, Right. Until, uh, basically, they know that they can support them. Yeah, you know, you look at, at small businesses. Um, uh, there's a, 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 a antique store that I was reading about. A guy has 65 employees. Um, his name is Bill, and he's, he's got a, a, 
an antique shop in, in the French Quarter, and his employees are spread out to 11 states right now, and he can't reopen. So oh, definitely wow. some uh, obstacles to overcome during Ida recovery. More after this on Arbitrage Trade's State of the Bands weekend. Stick around. Help. Ajuda. Bangju. Edem. Help. In the wake of a disaster, there are many people from all backgrounds and all walks of life who need help. Help is available through FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Agency. We're here to provide help to all those who need it. Help. Help. If you or someone you know has been affected by a disaster, call us at 800-621-FEMA. If your home or property has been damaged or destroyed, you've lost your job or income, or face other emergency needs, please call the Federal Emergency Management Agency at 800-621-FEMA. FEMA. Help is here. A public service message brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Welcome traders to Winners and Losers Finance Edition. This winner up 13% provides financing programs and related products and services to independent and franchised automobile dealers in the United States. The company advances money to dealers in exchange for the right to service the underlying consumer loans and buys the consumer loans from the dealers and keeps various amounts collected from the consumers. Credit Acceptance Corporation, symbol CACC, starts at 661.66 a share. Next, this winner up 8% is a private equity and venture capital firm specializing in expansion financings, growth capital, management buyouts, recapitalizations, industry consolidations, corporate spinouts, growth stage, and early stage financing. Safeguard Scientifics, symbol SFE, starts at 852 a share. Last, this winner up 5%, provides various banking products and services to small and medium-sized businesses, professionals, and individuals in the Puget Sound region in Washington. It accepts a range of deposit products, including checking accounts, demand and savings accounts, time deposits, and money market accounts. Coastal Finance Corporation, symbol CCB, starts at $30.56 a share. Losers this week. This loser down 10% currently invests primarily in mortgage-related and other assets and has elected to be taxed as a real estate investment trust. The company is headquartered in the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Arlington Asset Investments, symbol AAIC, starts at $50.73 a share. Next, this loser down 6% provides credit and related financial services and products to customers in the United States. It operates in two segments, credit and other investments and auto finance. Atlanticus Holdings, symbol ATLC, starts at 60.25 a share. And last at 4% down, this company operates as a digital banking and payment services company in the United States. It operates in two segments, digital banking and payment services. Discover Financial Services, symbol DFS, starts at $122.83 a share. Winners and Losers is provided for informational purposes only and doesn't constitute advice in trading. 
Percentages and stock prices were current as of time of recording. Arbitrage Trade Analytics LLC is solely responsible for the content of this podcast, but you should seek out the assistance of a licensed professional for investment advice. More after this on Arbitrage's State of the Bands Weekend. Stick around. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, We'll probably stay together. Probably? (laughs) It's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, Okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. 145 over 92. 180 over 111. 182 over 100. And I had a heart attack and a cardiac arrest and then a stroke. Your blood pressure numbers could change your life. A lot of people don't understand, including myself, I didn't, now I do, uh, the impact of having a stroke. My memory is shot. When I woke up, I couldn't speak. Lowering your high blood pressure could save you from a heart attack or stroke. If you've stopped your treatment plan, restart it, or talk to your doctor about creating one that works better for you. Start taking the right steps at manageyourbp.org. It's a new life, but I'm going to make it better. I'm coming back. Ask your doctor. Check your blood pressure. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Hey, Josh, do you still play like Mario Kart or have N64 games? I sure do, Royce. Um, would you mind parting with them? I, I think I might have an ingenious way to make us a little bit of money. What's that, man? Because um, have, have you heard of NFTs or WADA? Basically. Oh, 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 hold up, hold up. You just said the magic word. WADA? WADA. What are you talking about? WADA. So WADA is uh, is a grading service that is used by hundreds of thousands of people currently that wasn't around until about three years ago. And all of, a, all of a sudden, they're the number one authority on grading. We talked about this uh, last month, talking about a, uh, a sealed WADA-graded copy of Super Mario 64 selling at Heritage Auction for $1.56 million. Now, since that story, multiple sources have spotted some interesting connections and seeming conflicts of interest between the players of WADA and Heritage Auctions. Not only that, but some evidence has surfaced of one of the WADA partners selling his own graded games. Now, I Get out of here. Seriously. Seriously. (laughs) Oh, well... I have to do the story. Oh, okay, fine. Continue. Okay. So I have to acknowledge a couple of people here. Uh, Carl Jobst, who is a, uh, a journalist on YouTube, uh, broke the story about the uh, about Heritage Auctions 
and Wada's relationship. And then Seth Abramson with Proof, uh, he broke the story of uh, employees selling Wada-graded games, which is a, a conflict of interest, by the way. Uh, but vintage video games, uh, like factory-sealed copies of The Legend of Zelda, Super Mario Brothers for the N Nintendo Super the Nintendo Entertainment System, have suddenly started selling for amazing prices. And Carl Jobst has basically outlined a series of apparent conflicts of interest between WADA Games, which is the agency grading rare games and heritage auctions, the company that has been selling those rare uh, games. And the thing is, is that he's accusing them of fraudulent behavior, uh, questioning their good. motives, really. Yeah. Well, think about this, right? Think about this. So, um, so in 2017, a mint condition sealed copy of the original Super Mario Brothers sold for thirty thousand dollars. That's a lot of money, right? Uh, yeah, definitely. Well, think about this. In 2019, it sold for over a hundred thousand dollars. Now, you're an investments guy. That sounds pretty in line, right? Yeah, more or less. More I mean, or less. I mean, you would expect the price As to increase. As it gets increase. older, it becomes a classic, and like yep. it, that's over 25 years old, so yeah. Just this month, it sold for $2 million. Numbers yeah. guy, that's 6,500% increase right there in just four years. There's something wow. bizarre going on in the uh, video game industry, and um, sounds like money laundering to me. You know what? Uh, Mark Haspel actually went around one of the one of the uh, conventions, yeah, and started buying up box <laughs> games. Like I said, uh, do, uh, do you want to part with your games? Yeah, we're going to talk more about this on the next edition of State of the Bands Weekend. So make sure you find us wherever you find your fine podcasts. Have a great weekend and happy Labor Day too. We'll see you on Tuesday when the market opens back up. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, is a privately held market research company. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, is solely responsible for the preparation and distribution of the content of this podcast. The opinions offered in this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to be investment advice. Seek a duly licensed professional for investment advice. For more information about the informational research and services offered by Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, please visit Arbitrage trade.com research fundamental experience technical analysis statistical probability it's what sets us apart and it's what will get you to stop watching and start living every day we track over 8700 stocks to give you a list for over 131 disciplines and suggested entry and exit prices for each not to mention how much we expect it to move on a daily basis Stop watching and start living. Get started today at arbitragetrade.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.